0: this is an elegant crime done by an elegant person it's not about the money
1: hello and welcome to kill james bond Uh, i am alice caldwell kelly i am joined by abigail thorne and devon to watch a movie about uh, Rene Russo putting her legs on things.
0: I'm really sorry about this one, lads. This this is uh. my bad. This is my bad. It was my turn. <laughs> I remembered this movie from when I was a kid. and I was like, oh, Same. Pierce Brosnan's in this. Like, yeah. It's a 90s film. I remembered the action sequences, uh-huh. all five minutes of them. And I forgot that actually this is a, a romance film yes. in which nothing happens. Yeah, uh, and it's weirdly is- <laughs> the second film we have done on the podcast, which is like... A romantic movie about a thief tricking a woman.
2: Yes. How you doing? It's me, Devon. I'm here with my two friends. I'm the only billionaire playboy based in Manhattan that is not currently doing Epstein shit. There's I'm here so, there's the so much I have to Christmas. say about that.
1: Yeah. No, I we watched the Thomas Crown affair, which has, as Abigail said, has Pierce Brosnan in it with Rene Rousseau. Uh, we thought it would be a nice companion piece to the Brosnan Bond movies because uh, both me and Abigail saw it as kids and, like, half remembered it. Uh, We were wrong about that. I have one, two, two and two-thirds pages of notes about this, so I hope you're prepared for an
2: unforgettable 40 minutes of podcast.
0: <laughs> I think we're fine. I think there are some interesting no, things there, about there it. There
2: is a lot to discuss actually, mm. Um, but none of it's, like, what the movie wants you to talk about. Yeah. This is actually a remake, mm. by the way, of a, a 60s movie
1: uh, with Faye Dunaway and Steve McQueen. Um. And Faye Dunaway's in this, as a little cameo. Uh, That's so, like, nice. As we get the opening credits, we get Pierce Steve Brosnan. Steve McQueen? Sadly, no. I think he had long since died by this point. Um, saving him, sparing him from this movie. Um, <laughs> so, so, as Small we mercies. interweaved with the opening credits, we have Thomas Crown, billionaire playboy, uh, Pierce Brosnan, talking to his therapist, his psychiatrist, Faye Dunaway. About women, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. And about how uh, women can trust him, but he can't trust women, because he's like, uh, you know, um, he's a rogue, he's a rué, he's dangerous, which is obviously what women want.
0: He's Um, a danger to women.
1: That's right. He's
0: he's joining the police. (laughs) He's entering their bathrooms.
1: He is. He He
0: says a woman could trust me if her interests did not run contrary to my own. It's like, isn't that just the way? They really enjoy
2: their like fucking psychiatrist cutaway segments. They really do. Until dawn again.
0: Yeah. These were all filmed, like, in a day, I bet you. They come all the way oh, to yeah. the film, and it's always so that Thomas Crown can explain the emotional subtext of the film. Mm-hmm. They're still on that Van Helsing shit. and be <laughs> like, "So, tell me how you're feeling at this moment in the film, I mean, and it's in like, a, in you defense, just watch the film? That's a pretty good end, like because that is what
1: you do to a psychiatrist, right? It it's is, just... but it
0: shouldn't be necessary for a film in which I should be able to see how the character feels. That's he shouldn't true. have to tell
1: me. That's true. But the way that he feels, so far, at the beginning is arrogant and very difficult to get drops from because, and this will be a recurring theme, every time he says... Do you remember how we we had the Bond shit? Where whenever Bond does some Bond shit, you get a little like... And you get the spinning silver 007. Whenever Thomas Crown does any Thomas Crown shit, uh, a guy just lets loose on like a hotel lobby piano.
2: I hate... The fucking piano music that plays during every certified crown moment. Because, every like, time. It comes up four or five times and it's always the most like dire, there's, there's no <burnout> character to, to do, it. Like it. Yeah,
1: it sounds <ribly> like the sort of middle third of the Frasier theme tune. Um. It
0: sounds like it was commissioned by a billionaire, which might be like... Yeah, genuinely good bit of sound design, and um, there's also a really interesting moment where his psychiatrist says, "What if society's interests at large run contrary to yours?" And it's like he's a billionaire; they yeah. do. Yeah,
1: yeah but that's, he's that's correct. It's it sort of left implied for him to him to be like, "Well, I guess I'd have to become the damn Joker." Um, so we we zoom into an, onto a really shitty low resolution satellite image of New York. Directly down mm. through the roof of Thomas Crown's car, where he's stuck in traffic in Manhattan
2: outside the Metropolitan Museum of Art. Uh, this is and- this is a really good movie. Only the first two minutes. Um, if you're only looking for New York guys going, Jesus Christ, yes, like mm. three in the first two minutes. And yeah, never just fantastic. Again. He
1: he he. You know, he's stuck in traffic, so he says, "Okay, fine, I'll get out and walk." He takes his briefcase with him. He goes. Into the museum. As he does, he almost gets run over by a truck with a classic mm. New York guy in it, who just goes, "Hey, Jesus Christ!" And I, I wrote oh, down, "Get out of the road." Truly, I'm truly,
0: driving here. Thomas Crown hey. is
1: is walking here. And that's how you it know is. you're in New York City. Um, and so at, interspersed with him going into the museum, we see them delivering this truck full of art, which is a big horse statue, um, and unloading the art, and the guards sort of scratching their heads and going. Uh, well, that isn't supposed to be here. Is this... we get another fantastic line
2: from New York guy which is Oh, what do you want me to do? It's a horse. Which g- gonna <laughs> hit that anytime I see a horse and anything like, else. We're looking for an Etruscan sarcophagus and he's like, <laughs> "I got a fucking horse for you. You gonna take it?" I can take it out back and dump it. It's fine. And yeah, like, no, and they're
1: no, like, like, "Yeah, fine, sure. Fucking we'll bring take bring the horse." Take in. The I I've, horse. I've never read any sort of like uh, allusions to, to classics at all. Uh, Milo would have
2: stopped this heist. Um, so. <laughs> uh, unexpected horse statue, eh? Don't bring it within the walls, is what I have yeah, to say sim- simply, <laughs> simply don't do that.
1: So, Thomas Crown goes to sit in the Impressionist Gallery in the museum, uh, and, and he looks at a painting of. Oh, they do
0: all the impressions. Yeah. Milo would have loved that as well. Yeah, oh, God.
1: <laughs> he he, sure looks, at, he looks at uh, a big painting of James A. Caster. Um <laughs> <laughs> no, he he looks at he looks at a painting of haystacks, and the guard who he is like obviously friends with, and we're sort of led to believe that he just does this every lunchtime because he's like eating his lunch, looking at the haystacks. <laughs> he's like, you know, most people would go for the fabulously uh, expensive Monet over there on that other wall. It's worth
2: a hundred million dollars. Yeah, perfectly perpendicular to where you are, but yeah. he's not. He's facing straight towards a painting of some haystacks, and it's he's like, having a great time. Nope, I just I just like my haystacks. Um. Now, he leaves. Crucially, this is days before Twitter. You had to go to the museum mm. and just look at a painting. Yes. while you ate your lunch. It's mm-hmm. crucially without his briefcase. Uh, yes,
1: and he, mm. and he goes to work at the business factory.
0: Mm. <laughs> I love the business factory in this movie. He, the business so factory really. He good. works for Crown Acquisitions He doesn't work really for it. Really he owns
1: it. He yeah, we get the this building? really
0: fucking hack moment where the security guard, like, says, who the fuck are you? Like, what are you, you own the building? And then the other guy's like, he does own the building. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's so good. The <laughs> thing is, though, it does smug like that better than Bond ever did it.
0: It does, yeah. Which is weird because he doesn't like make a line about it. He's just like no. You get a little guy it.
1: yeah. You just let you get a little shot of him like smiling to himself. So he walks into the office of Crown Acquisitions, his sort of like uh mergers and hostile takeovers company. Uh, yeah. and he does a series of like what I can only describe as business greetings, and this was written yeah, by these,
0: these will have been improvised.
1: Yeah, th- this, right, is, this is I, I assume. But this is I written so. by uh, me, aged 11. If you asked me what I thought my
2: dad did all day,
1: because he walks past a guy and he goes, Give me good numbers, Jimmy. <laughs>
2: The business numbers. Oh, they have that's to... a bad number, Jimmy. Get rid of it. <laughs> You're fired.
0: Eleven? What? No. <laughs> this is. This I is, want like it to be at, 12, least at least
1: seventeen. This is Jimmy. Oh, I have him reading my I Ching. Yeah. Uh, this is very weird.
2: I uh, have
0: written business factory here as well. He. Re- it really <laughs> like is. We we see a montage of him like selling or like buying and doing... acquiring, thing, doing financial shit, and all of it's like really vague. He's like signing contracts with big pens and like, no, no, you got a cool the guy and tell him that i got a wow like it's, it's so vague and bullshit it was less italian business math, but yes. success win shit
2: like there's yes. this great bit where he well, during one of his cu- these cutaways there is a guy across the table from him who has got an unlit cigar in his mouth and he's just stood with the fucking matchbox <laughs> and is waiting for him to sign it <laughs> and he goes oh Ooh, twice, and then goes, hey, fucking close the deal, boys.
0: Fantastic.
2: <laughs> yeah, That's New York, uh, baby. And, and we see that he is business. something of
1: a, of a business shark. Like, he cheats people out of their money. Uh, he, the, he signs this contract and then tells them, uh, I hope you know how to explain to your board that you sold it to me for, that, you know, that I sold it to you for $30 million more than the next bid. Um... Hey guys, Devin here.
2: Uh, that's the end of the Promotional clip for the free feed. Uh, if you want to listen to the rest of this podcast, go ahead and head on down to our Patreon, patreoncom killjamesbond Sign up for a fiver minimum per month, uh, and you can get access to this full episode as well as at least 19
0: other episodes of Kill James Bond. See you there.